The starting lineup for the New York Yankees, and Casey Tangle has shaken up his lineup again. Joe Demetri will be leading off playing shortstop. Batting in the second position and playing right field, Roger Maris. Bob Serve has been moved up to the third spot in the order, playing left field, and the White Sox take the field. for New York and playing first base Bill Scarlett. Mickey Mantle will be in center field batting fifth. During the catching and hitting sixth is Elston Howard. Gil McDougall will be playing second base batting seventh. Peter Spoyer hitting in the eighth position and playing third base. And during the pitching and batting ninth, Whitey Ford. Yeah. 
Wyndham there for a call strike. The Yankees beat Pierce June 17th, 4 to 2. And Pierce beat the Yankees July 24th, 6 to 3. The left-hander's delivery is high for a ball that counts one and one. One ball, one strike. Pitch to the right-hand hitter. Swung on, foul back. A one-two count. Pierce is 24 and 34 against the Yankees in his major league lifetime, but has seen him win 175 games and lose 143. A one-two count on Joe Demetri. He's had two for 14 this season, batting 143 game that he started. Here's the pitch. Swung on. So a fly ball into right field. Going foul. Smith goes over and makes the catch. Joe DeMaestri fouls out to right fielder Al Smith. One down and up comes Roger Maris hitting 298. Bob Serve on deck.
nothing. The White Sox coming to bat. in a drink, a taste that's truly different, why not try the big, big taste of Valentine Ale? And when you take a long, cool swallow of this fine ale, enjoy the way the big, big taste stays on your tongue. Only Valentine Ale gives you the big, big taste. It comes from Brewer's Gold. That's a rare strain of hops used exclusively in Valentine's own true ale recipes. And you'll find Valentine Ale tastes mighty good anytime. But for added pleasure, see how the big, big taste goes with your lunch or your dinner. And then I know you'll agree, Valentine Ale is more than a thirst quencher, different than any beer. So make sure you discover what a difference an ale makes. Valentine Ale with Brewer's Gold.
Canelo coaching at third. Back out out here tonight for the first game of this truly crucial pregame series. Ford ready for the 2-1 pitch. Checks the runner and then throws over Landis is back.
floors that we can't see in a certain area. Howard just uh, seemed to be lost for a while, and Fox even rounded third until we saw the throw come into uh, fourth. It's ball four.
Sandy, Severs to second. Minosa's 73rd run batted in. You know, ever so often, if you look back, Minosa has hurt the Yankees with a uh, Texas League tight base hit or an infield hole. They've got him fooled, but he still gets uh, a little one on the ball. Gene Freeze swinging a hot bat for the White Sox right now. Now the pitch. Swung on. Ground ball hit out to Demetri. He over to second as he booted it. It rolled over to second to McDougal, who had his foot on the bag for the fourth out on many. But it ruined the possibility of a double play. On the third went Sievers. Demetri uh, scooped the ball, hoping to uh, come up and flip to Gill. But actually booted and the ball rolled over. McDougal had his foot on the bag and reached down and picked it off the ground. So the double play opportunity is by the board. The inning is prolonged and up comes the right fielder, Al Smith, batting 322, leading the league in hitting. Reese was batting 290 before he went out. Last week, Smith hit at a 357 pace. Sievers on third, Freeze on first. Two outs and one run in. Here's the pitch. In there for a strike. Nothing in one. No balls, one strike. The runners lead away from first and third. The pitch for the right-hand batter. High, ball one, one and one. He's uh, keeping getting that ball up a little too much. Once in a while, he's gotten it down low. One ball, one strike. Roy Sievers on third. Gene Freeze on first. And the pitch. Swung on. The ground ball to short. The Maestri up with it. Throws to McDougal, forcing Freeze. And the side is retired. One run. Two hits. Two men left on. At the end of the first inning, Chicago won. And New York, nothing. Washington's at Kansas City tonight in the only other American League game scheduled. No report as yet. While in the National League, Los Angeles won. Milwaukee batting in the last half of the first inning. Drysdale against Willie. San Francisco is at Cincinnati. McCormick and Osteen, the pitchers, in the only National League game scheduled. Many of you have heard us uh, mention this many times. We do so again, uh, for those who may not have heard us. And that concerns the old-timers' day celebration Saturday before the regular Yankee Center of the game. Paying tribute to the American and National League All-Stars who played in the 1939 All-Star game at Yankee Stadium. McCormick of the National League is one of the most recent uh, to accept, and Bill Lee, remember him? Chicago Cubs and Faith Phelps of the Dodgers. Bob Johnson, Tommy Bridges, two additional American League stars. Joe DiMaggio had the contingent along with Bob Feller and Jimmy Fox and Joe Conan, Selkirk Hemsley McQuinn, Bobo Newsom, Johnny Vandermeer, Ducky Medwick, Johnny Myers, Bill Terry. A great day. The ceremony started 1.15 Saturday. Come early and have a ball. Bill 
Coach Allen leads off in the second inning. Hitting 318. Billy Pierce doing the pitching for the White Sox. The left-hander goes to the windup. Here's the pitch. And it's outside for a ball. Retired. No runs, no hits, no errors. 
with no one left on. And at the end of an inning and a half, the White Sox won, the Yankees nothing. You know, chances are these warm summer days when the temperature is way up there, your appetite goes way down. But here's a way to beat the heat while you eat. Pour yourself a glass of cool, delicious Valentine ale. See how its big, big taste sharpens your appetite. And how it's extra zest to any of your summer meals. Of course, there's a reason for this. Valentine ale is the only drink in the world that's brewed with Brewer's Gold. Brewer's Gold. Mm. Man, that's a rare strain of hops used exclusively in Valentine's own true ale recipes. And Brewer's Gold gives Valentine ale its big, big taste really goes over big with fine food. That's why Valentine Ale is more than a thirst quencher. Different than any beer. A drink you'll enjoy anytime, but especially at mealtime. Discover what a difference an ale makes. Valentine Ale with Brewer's Gold. Last half of the second inning. Sox will have the bottom third of the order coming up. Luis Aparicio, Joe Ginsburg, and Billy Pierce. The Yankees, remember, will be home Friday night, Saturday afternoon, doubleheader Sunday. Next Monday night, the Baltimore Orioles are at the stadium, and Tuesday afternoon, 15th and 16th. Then starting Tuesday night, the 23rd, the Chicago White Sox come to the stadium leading the Western Clubs in for the final appearance of the year in New York as this season flies along. Ford's pitch to Aparicio is in there for a strike. The shortstop hitting 259. Boyer shortened up at third. Ford into the windup and the pitch. Inside, ball one, one and one. Chirping. Nelson Fox uh, told me, sitting next to him after the doubleheader, he had seats 
And in the dressing room, he hadn't complained of anything. And he said he didn't even know that he was hurt until today. A two-strike pitch, sidearm curveball in there, called strike three. Two away. And now Billy Pierce will be coming up. Bill, I would say that the way he pitched against Berger was a classic uh, bit of uh, classic pattern. Yes, definitely. Batting 196. Often helps his cause with men aboard. One to nothing, Chicago, second inning. Two down, nobody on. Ford's pitch. In there for a strike. Double the first hitter of Billy Pierce. 
high curve ball right between right field and center field. Strike on the outside corner. 
goes to the Rosenberg. Big crowd here tonight. Lots of noise, lots of action. The 1-1 pitch is low, ball two. Two and one. Gill's got a big lead down at third base. He's ready to come in on anything. playing very shallow on Whitey. Now Ford steps out of the box as Perfetti whistles in from third base. Two balls, one strike on four. Here's the windup. The pitch is hit on one hop over the pitcher's head and Aparicio up with it. Has to go to first base. The score is tied. together, but McDougal, who had a big lead, came in, and Ford drives in a run. The ball game tied up. 1-1. One, one. Two-hot brings up Joe Demetri. Joe fly to right field in the first inning. The righty couldn't have hit the ball better. Soft enough and high enough to allow McDougal to score. Here's the pitch to Demetri. In there, strike one call. Jamaro. One strike pitch is a curve that's low. Ball one, one and one. That was Whitey's third run batted in on the year and a mighty important run. One, one pitch is swung at a missed strike two. that gives you the big, big taste that comes from Brewer's Gold. 
This is a rare strain of hops used exclusively in Ballantine's own true ale recipe. Now, you'll find Brewer's Gold makes Ballantine ale more than a thirst quencher, different than any beer. So how about it? Get Ballantine ale in those handy six-packs, quarts, or the regular 12-ounce bottles, and discover what a difference an ale makes. of the White Sox batting order. We'll be facing Whitey Ford for the second time. Jim Landis, who hit the first pitch delivered by Whitey for a single at center field. Right hand hitting center field. This hand is deep in the box. planning cookouts and picnics, enjoying all sorts of good food out of doors. And as any good cook knows, it's mighty important that you take along the right drink to give extra zest to your food. That's why we recommend refreshing, deeply satisfying Valentine Ale. The drink that's brewed for you to enjoy anytime, but especially at mealtime. The only drink that gives you the big, big taste that comes from Brewer's Gold. This is a rare strain of hops used exclusively in Ballantine's own true ale recipe. Now, you'll find Brewer's Gold makes Ballantine ale more than a thirst quencher, different than any beer. So how about it? Get Ballantine ale in those handy six-packs, quarts, or the regular 12-ounce bottles, and discover what a difference an ale makes. the White Sox batting order. We'll be facing Whitey Ford for the second time. Jim Landis, who hit the first pitch delivered by Whitey for a single at center field. Right hand hitting center field. This hand deep in the box.
Vogel is talking with Ed Hurley between the pitcher's box and second base. Hill continues in to talk with Whitey Ford. Back home, 
Martin and his whitey stretch Minoso want a little more time. Now he's ready. Back into the box. Three and two count on many. Here's the stretch. The payoff pitch. He is hit high in the air to right field. Maris is moving back. Stevens is tagging up. Maris makes the catch. Stevens is coming over to third. Here's the long throw and he slides it. Bounces off Stevens.
And here's a fellow who's making a great name from St. Roger Maris, who hopped up to the shortstop in the first inning. Roger with 35 homers and 91 runs out in the ground to the first. Stevens backs up. Flips the first covering in time to get Maris. One away as Roger went after the first pitch. to the second baseman in the first inning. One out, nobody on. 3-1, the White Sox lead on the top of the fourth. Ready, pass, ready. His curve ball is a little high, ball one. On deck is Bill Scarlin. is hit on the ground at second base. Now he fucked up with it. Over to Stevens and it's two away. Here's Bill Scarin who struck out swinging in the second inning. Two out and nobody on. On deck, Mickey Mantle. Thank <laughs> you. 
open here in Timothy Park, and I said you. It is really loud. They just made an announcement there's going to be fireworks after the game. And if you think that loudspeaker is loud, you ought to hear the fireworks.
three, bottom of the fourth. First ball is over, strike one call. Opportunity 
there by McDougal in the third. Came around on two infield outs. Here's the payoff pitch on its way. And Mantle swings and fouls it back upstairs. Count remains three and two. Chicago three, New York one, fifth inning. Mantle with a short lead. The 
plate. Ginsburg dropped it. Count remains two strikes. Certainly a sight to see, and also a lot 
caught up on the drive. But believe me, when you have to crank the engine over by hand to start them, that's getting your driving pleasure the hard way. And it's surprising how many things are still done the hard way, like cleaning the carburetor of your car. Up to now, this meant a lot of work, even for a skilled mechanic who actually had to take your carburetor apart to clean it. But not anymore, because with Atlantic Imperial gasoline, you can clean your carburetor while you drive. Atlantic Imperial washes away harmful deposits that can cause loss of power, frequent stalling, rough idling, and actual gasoline waste. What's more, Imperial's protective action keeps these deposits from forming again. Today, more and more people are using Atlantic Imperial. It's the gasoline that cleans your carburetor as you drive and keeps it clean. Billy Pierce, the leader, obviously go to the bottom of the fifth inning. With Jim Landis to follow, and then Nelly Fox. Then the fourth to second by Fox. Seavers walk, and the fourth ball is a wild pitch, and Fox wins the third, and short on Minosa's single. In the third inning, Fox singled, scored on Seavers' double, and Seavers scored after a fly ball by Minosa when Maris throw hit Seavers on the arm, sliding into third and pounded away. Mighty Ford pitches to Billy Pierce. Low outside, ball one. Actually, there were two throws in that third inning uh, that normally would have resulted in two outs. Close play at the plate. It could have been resolved either way. And the throw that had Seavers beaten, but as he threw up his arm, hit the ball hit it and pounded away. The next pitch is in for a strike. One and one. Tight games, those are the things that spell the difference. Forward to the windup. Here's the pitch to Pierce. He bunts and it's a beauty, and he's got his feet. It's a beauty. Billy Pierce drops the bunt down the third baseline, and you can see that he had his feet. Steps into the box just to remind you, in tune with quality modern radio, 1460 on your dial, WOKO, Albany, New York. Hey, up in the rumble line, if they have him bunting, he's got good speed. The pitch is low and inside, he shortened up the zip to bunt. In a case like this, though, a guy like Landis, he should bunt, he'll be bunting for a base hit rather than a deliberate sacrifice. Yes, yeah, sure, he can go down that line. One ball, no strike. Thank you. 
on Nelson Fox. Billy Sears opened the inning with a bunt on third. Landis, who followed with a double. On second, the infield in. Three to one, Chicago. Last of the fifth inning. Nobody out. Fox guarding that plate. Leans way over. Ford uh, getting a sign. Taking a lot of time, and Fox steps out again. on the windup. Here's the pitch, and Fox swings and loops it back to third. Boyer is under it and makes the catch and fouls out. Fox fouls out to Boyer. Up comes Roy Severs. He walks and double the left. Batting 314, and Casey with Howard out to the mound to talk to Ford. Casey says, put him on. He's now on put on. and then uh, pointed at first base as if to say, well, if he can't get him to go after a bad pitch, put him on. But we'll see. Apparently going to pitch to him. Infield is halfway. Now, now Casey says, put him on. Board, one out. 
Three to one, Chicago. Fifth inning. Here's the pitch, and Minosa swings and lines it out into right field for a base hit. Grabbed by Maris. Here comes Pearson to score. Here's Landis in, and into third goes Sabres, and into second goes Minosa on the throw to the...
to second and third. The delivery swung on. There's a fly ball in the left. At third to tag now is Severs. The catch by serve. Here's the throw. And he's way off. And into third goes Minoso. Bob Serve caught the ball in shallow left field. And his throw was way off. Mark, it didn't. It had to be intercepted by Howard halfway down the third baseline, about 10 feet
strikes on Joe DeMacy. Billy Pierce is pitched. Swung on, foul back. He's changing his feet very nicely. Keeping those hitters off balance. Pierce has uh, made a fine comeback this year.
stop down to five and a half innings to play. Chicago six, New York one. You are Atlantic dealer, correct? Yes, sir. I'm an Atlantic dealer. May I help you? My machine has lost. How do you American say? Ah, No more Oh, thing. Well, it could be your carburetor. Ah, le carburetor. Uh, yeah, probably a little dirty. We can fix that with Atlantic Imperial gasoline. Ah, thank you, monsieur. And Imperial, it makes many kilometers, oui? Oui, I mean, sure. Lots of mileage. Atlantic Imperial actually cleans your carburetor as you drive. And a clean carburetor cuts gasoline waste. Like to try it? Oui, hop is it, hop is it.
tonight of the rally in the fifth inning. Here's the pitch swung on and missed strike one. They laid down a perfect spot to lead off, and the White Sox took it from there for three. Six to one in favor of Chicago. One fourth delivery. Swung on, looped over third down the left field line, serving foul out of play. Strike two. And the pitch is in there. Called strike three. Riders retired. No runs, no hits, no errors. No one left on. Four strikeouts for Whitey. At the end of six innings of play, Chicago, six runs, seven hits, no errors, three left on. The Yankees, one run, two hits, one error, and two men left on base. Come in Friday night, Saturday, Old Timers Day, and Doubleheader Sunday. The Orioles next Monday night at the stadium and Tuesday afternoon, 15th and 16th. The Yankees go away for a short visit to Boston and Washington, returning to the stadium Tuesday night, the 23rd, with the White Sox, Wednesday afternoon, the 24th. Then comes a tough weekend for the uh, ball players. Three consecutive doubleheaders. Uh, feast for the fans, and we hope you'll be there for the Twinite doubleheader on Friday night, August the 26th, with the Cleveland Indians. Saturday afternoon doubleheader with the Indians. A Sunday doubleheader the 28th with Detroit. And Kansas City, Tuesday night the 30th, and I think there will be a doubleheader on Wednesday afternoon the 31st. Washington one end of an inning and a half, and in the National League, Dodgers two, Braves one end of four, San Francisco two, Reds one, at the end of five and a half, and the only other games being played. Six to one, Chicago, we move to the seventh inning, Moose up and his fill. Okay, Mel Scowen struck out swinging in the second inning and had a long fly to right center field in the fourth. The pitch to the Moose is inside ball one. He's just two bases up to this point. Cowan takes the pitch inside, ball two, two and nothing. On deck, Mickey Mantle with Elston Howard to follow. Here's the windup. The two nothing pitch is high ball three, three and nothing. And he makes it catch. The wind almost 
out territory. One out here's Mickey Mantle. Bounce to third and walk. Before Big Mickey Mantle steps in, you're at bat with 1460 Radio. Quality modern sounds, WOKO Albany, New York. WOKO time, 19 minutes to 11.
performance, you should remove deposits that form on the carburetor walls under normal driving conditions. These deposits can cause frequent stalling, rough idling, and actual gasoline waste. You could have an experienced mechanic do that job by hand, but that's doing it the hard way. Now, the easy way is with Atlantic Imperial, the gasoline that cleans your carburetor as you drive. You see, as Atlantic Imperial flows through the carburetor, it loosens and dissolves these harmful deposits, washes them harmlessly away. Then Atlantic Imperial's protective action keeps them from forming again. Today, more and more people are driving with Atlantic Imperial in their cars. It's the gasoline that cleans your carburetor as you drive and keeps it clean. Ford. He has single, double, and fly to center field. Ford, one run. Pitch to Anderson. He's hit on the ground. Boyer, now a beautiful play by Boyer. Throw to first in time for the out. Boyer went in front of the shortstop Demetri and got it in the webbing of his glove. A fine play. It's doubtful whether Demetri would have been able to throw Landis out. One away. Here's Nellie Fox to hit into a fourth play. Singles and top to third. Nellie has scored two runs in this ballgame. Curve ball over, strike one call. That was a nice change-up curve. 
Floker foul at the plate. Minosa went all the way down and sat on the ground. Boy, did he ever cut at that one. Remind me of old Twinkle Toes Felker. Playing right field for the Yankees. Used to take that terrific cut and sit right down on the ground. Many steps back to get the rosin bag. Stevens at first, Cowan holding him on. Big hole between first and second for Minoso. Outfield plays many straight away. He can hit to all fields with plenty of power. Here's the stretch. Two strike pitch. Now sit. Again, he went all the way around. Didn't sit down that time, but turned completely around. He's not cheated on his cut. That's one thing. A two-strike pitch is lying to right field. Another base hit for Minnie. And Stevens is around second base, digging for third. Maris is up with the ball and fires it into McDougal at second. Minoso has his third base hit of the ball game. That's hit number eight off Whitey. And here's Gene Free, who bounced the short, fly to right, and had a sacrifice fly to left field to drive in a run in the fifth inning. After a slow start at bat, came into this game batting 290. White Sox as a team are really hitting that ball now. Two out and two on. Stretched by Whitey. Mr. Freeze is wow, just outside of third. Boy, he pulled that curveball, almost hit Severs, who was on the third base line. A long strike on Freeze. Minoso back in plenty of time. Stretched by Whitey. Slow curve hit foul again downstairs. Nothing in two on three.
Rangers. The Yankees will be home Friday night with the Washington Senators who battled the Yankees to a stalemate in 10 games this year. With their home run hitters, Dillabrew uh, and Allison, among others, and uh, with Pasquale and Ramos. Saturday afternoon, the annual Old Timers Day, which has become uh, the classic of its kind, and perhaps the most outstanding day during the regular season for sheer enjoyment and great nostalgia. American and National League All-Stars who played in the 1939 All-Star Games will be on hand. Ceremony start at 1.15. Plenty of room available, seats of all kinds. Bill McDougall up in the eighth inning. Takes the strike from Billy Pierce. Bottom third of the Yankee order. The White Sox leading 6-1. McDougal doubled the right center and popped out the second. Billy Pierce fires away. Swung on his missed. Strike two. The only Yankee run was scored by McDougal. In the third and moved to two-third on Boyer's infield out and scored on Ford's infield out. The two-strike pitch. It's, I think that one hits the plate and bounced away. Ball one, one, two. Probably will be a pinch hitter for Ford in this inning. Ralph Terry is throwing. Hawaii is the third schedule batter. The Yankees trail six to one. Pitch on its way. McDougal swings and lines it out into right. Al Smith waits and takes it. One down. And here's Fleet Moyer who grounded the second and singled the left. McDougal, Boyer, and Mantle have gotten the only hit ball here. Los Angeles leading Milwaukee 6-3. Going to the sixth and the Giants and Reds 2-2 going to the seventh. Pierce comes in with the pitch and it's a little high, ball one. One ball, no strikes. Here's the pitch. It's in there, strike one, one and one. One ball, one strike.
appears to be a sellout. The one-two pitch. Swung on it. Missed strike three. Got him on a slow curve.
Carey making his 24th appearance. He gave up four straight hits to the first four batters he faced in Kansas City yesterday in the second game and was removed. The White Sox got a run in the first inning off board. Single. He was forced to second by Fox. He went to third on a wild pitch as Seavers walked on that pitch. Minosa's infield hit got Fox home. In the third inning, Fox singled, scored on Seavers' double. Seavers tagged up and went to third. Minosa's fly to right. And when the throw by Maris hit Seavers on the arm, he kept on going and scored. In the fifth inning, Spears led off by beating out a punt. Landis doubled him to third, but one out, Seavers was purposely passed. Minosa singled the right to score Pierce and Landis. Seavers went to third and scored on Priest and sacrificed fly to left. The Yankees run came in the third inning on McDougal's double and infield out Scott Boyer and fourth. Now we're ready for the last of the eighth. Gene Priest grounded to short, line to right. Sacrifice fly to left. Right-hand batter. Started out the game hitting 290. He was at bat last inning when Minosa's out stealing. Ralph Jerry's pitch, swung on and missed. Strike one. Went for a high fastball. No balls, one strike. Ginsburg. 
Fabrizio collecting his 13th double as he rode the pitch away from him to the opposite field. Ginsburg took a third strike, was out on a punt in front of the plate and struck out with fourth pitching. Now the infield comes in with runners on second and third. One out of the eighth inning. Pitches away from the opposite field. And here's Billy Pierce, who 
something you don't often see. As he came to bat, these fans stood up and gave him an ovation in appreciation of his brilliant three-hitter over the first eight innings and a clutch game in the battle for first place in Chicago. Ralph Terry delivers. Pierce takes it high outside. Ball one, one and one.
Drysdale pitching for the Dodgers, Willie for the Braves, Jay relief in the fifth. Matthews at his 23rd homer with one aboard in the fifth inning. San Francisco three, Cincinnati three, at the end of seven and a half innings. McCormick for the Giants, Osteen for Cincinnati was relieved by Brosnan in the eighth inning. The only other National League game scheduled. We pause for station identification. 1460 on your dial, quality modern radio, WOKO, Albany, New York. WOKO time, nine minutes past 11. Since I've seen a, a 
gigantic ninth inning rally. You remember one, Phil, where Washington got eight runs to a ninth inning in New York? Remember that? You do. Here's the delivery. Swung on, foul back.
early and most likely early win. And now, as Phil checks the totals. Checking those totals, just a reminder that this game, as all the Yankee games, has been brought to you by the Atlantic Refining Company. And Phil now comes in with the totals for this 9-1 to ball game that was won by the New York Yankees. Phil? Well, here are the totals in the ball game. Nine runs, 13 hits, no errors. Five men left for the White Sox. For the Yankees, one run on just four hits, one error, three men left. This story was Billy Pierce, who allowed only four hits and about only three hard hit balls all night. Big hitters for the White Sox, Minnie Minoso, three hits and three RBIs, Roy Seavers. The whole White Sox team played spectacular ball. But the two teams meet tomorrow. There are two more games left in this three-game series. Now, reminder that we'll be with you again tomorrow night when the Yankees play the White Sox game station at 8.55 p.m. Winds up another Atlantic baseball broadcast. But tune in for more baseball listening tomorrow, as Bill pointed out at 855. Now this is Bob Delaney speaking for Ralph Packy McFarland. Saying that's all for now from the Valentine and Sons. Brewers of the Crisp Refresher, Valentine Beer, the largest selling beer in the East.